Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. 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 You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. Looking for a single lady to chat with? Live ladies are waiting for you right now. Just log on to bbwcamhouse.com and find all the live entertainment you've been missing. The BBW Cam House has just what you're looking for. Log on to bbwcamhouse.com now. That's bbwcamhouse.com. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. See you soon. Hello, hello, hello. Am I live? Am I live? Can anybody hear me? Oh, Miss Harmony, are you there? I'm here. Let me tell you, I almost had a nervous breakdown, anxiety attack, (laughs) suicidal moment of uh, technical, like, shoot myself in the head right now. I spent the last Four hours getting ready for this damn show, and everything technical that could go wrong went wrong. And then my desk collapsed in the midst of connecting, and so my, oh my laptop gosh. hits the floor, my microphone hits the floor, and I'm just, I, I was, like, connected, I thought. <laughs> and I was in here like, fuck! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, hello. So, yes. Hello, hello. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting here like, do I even fucking continue or do I just like crawl underneath my blanket and go to sleep and cry? No. Like it was one of those moments, but I am like extremely we determined. We made it. Yeah, we made it. I'm extremely determined to be successful. So that means sometimes you have to take the bad with the good and and just pick up your, you got to get up off the ground when you fall off the bike and, you know, scrape off the dirt and dry your tears and move on. So here we are. Welcome to Platinum Pussy Radio. And my lovely Woo-hoo. co-host, Miss, introduce yourself. 
Harmony White. I'm so glad to be talking to you. I've known you for a couple of years now. Yeah. Thank you for and, having um, me. Absolutely. Thanks for taking time out of your day to be on my show. Like, it's Saturday, so a lot of people are busy. They're getting ready to go out. They got plans or they're, you know, out of town enjoying themselves. And so being on the show is not really conducive to their social life. So thank you so much for taking time out of your very important Saturday night to be my co-host. I hate talking to myself. The last, like, couple of months, I, you know haven't had anybody like in the house so not having someone to have a conversation with on the radio is really awkward wow well I will come on anytime my Saturdays are free (laughs) mine too I'm so boring I am so so boring (laughs) so tonight's episode Mm -hmm. is going to be a great one um you and I will be discussing um supporting your daughter if she decides to get into porn. Is it hypocritical as porn stars or, you know, people that are in the adult industry to not want your children to get in the business? And we have a music feature uh, spotlight of Gulf Coast Bala, who's straight out of Florida. I've been knowing him for some years. And uh, he's the road manager for the 69 boys. 69 boys. They're from Jacksonville, Florida, by the way. And I used to live in Florida for a long time. I actually went to high school with them. Um, We were rival high schools at the same time. So it was um, interesting to see them blow up and turn into, you know, famous people. And so we're going to listen to some of his music. And um, we just have, like, a bunch of little great things to talk about. So thank you guys for tuning in tonight. I know Mr. Gulf Coast Bala, if nobody else is listening, (laughs) He has promoted the fuck out of this show. He was so excited to do the interview. I was just like, you know what? It it was very motivating to be in a situation where someone was just as excited to be on the radio show as I was to interview them. So awesome. it doesn't happen very it's often. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. So the first thing I want to do, um, my apologies, Miss Empress Mika of DomSource.com will not be joining us tonight. She had um, something come up, and we're going to reschedule it for another night. So for those of you that were planning on listening to that interview, my apologies. It was a last-minute thing. So we're going we're gonna to wing it. We're going to swing it and wing it and talk more to Harmony. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So <laughs> what's the weather like where you are? Oh, my gosh, it's it's delicious. I'm I'm in um, Miami, so it's like you know I'm pretty close to the beach, and it's hot and even more hot and sunshine. And sorry to you guys in the snow, but womp, womp, womp. Some I live in the snow. Guys. Jeez, it's <laughs> fucking freezing. It is fucking freezing. I what it's like. Oh my gosh, have you ever lived in like really cold weather, like in the snow? Oh, yeah, I, I lived in Prescott Valley, Arizona, which is pretty close to Flagstaff. And, you know, there's, like, a bunch of ski ski resorts out there. And um, we would get snow in the valley where we were. Like, I was I was really high up from, from Phoenix. So, you know, I'm six, seven, 
almost 8,000 elevation and we would get snow every year and it was, I loved it, but it was so cold that like when I get a little cold here, like just in like this, like 60, 61, I'm over here like, brr, I feel like such a baby, <laughs> but you know, it's that Florida weather. It's been nine years I've been here and I'm just like, I cannot take a little bit of coldness, but I miss it. It was a lot of fun. It is fun. I um I moved to Baltimore four years ago, and before that, I never ever I went to visit snow like as a adventure, but I never lived in it. And I'm not gonna lie, I actually like it to be honest. Now I'm not gonna say yeah. I would take the snow over Florida. I do miss Florida weather, but I like putting on boots and and hats and scarves oh, yeah. and a big big puffy jacket like that's kind of cool to me like I like having that change of weather and I'm also going to say this in Maryland it is absolutely beautiful when the weather starts to change from winter to spring and from summer into fall the changing of the leaves oh my gosh oh I totally miss that yeah, yeah undoubtedly a beautiful experience so for anybody who's like I definitely I've been working on this series it's slow in the making because I have so many you know, irons in the on the fire and too many pots or what cookies hands in the cookie jar, too many too much <laughs> shit going on. I am working on doing a series where I show people a whole different part of Baltimore. Like it really frustrates me that when someone says Baltimore, they think riots, they think the wire, they think hood, they think, you know, ghetto. And that to me uh-huh. is like just a small portion is it here absolutely will not deny that it exists however it's like new york there's so much more to new york than just times square and manhattan like i don't think people realize that like when you think new york a lot of people just automatically assume it's manhattan but the same thing with baltimore like there's so much beauty here that is so not seen to anybody outside of baltimore so I'm excited to be here because I'm one of those people that likes to, like, discover things, and I like to be the first to do something. Yeah. <laughs> so, as everyone <laughs> knows, when I did Fan Fest and Cam House, like, those were the first. So, I always like to be involved in breaking news. The first. Yeah. I like to be the cherry popper. <laughs> to get, I like to take the virginity. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that could be totally misconstrued. Girl. Totally misconstrued. So, um, tell us a little bit more about yourself. I mean, we might as well get to know our co-host. I'm boring. No, I'm just, um, I recently had a baby, so I had my third child in, um, December. So I'm kind of doing the mommy thing, but also like enjoying the, the ability of being able to embrace, um, fetish content as far as it goes with lactation. So, I mean, that's, it's really different for me. I didn't do it with my other two children. So um, it definitely brings in a different group of clientele and, and you can do a lot with it. Um, But other than that, you know, I just like to be outside at the beach and, um, you know, I don't know. It's different. (laughs) It's different. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. I forgot what it was like, but, um, I do miss shooting hardcore porn. I think this year I might bust out some hardcore porn again. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, shit. We'll see. We'll come see. to the cam house. 
<laughs> yeah, I want to. We've been talking I know. about it for we a couple should've... years. I know. You know what? Honestly, oh um, and I've been telling girls that have not had the opportunity to come here, it's probably for the best. Um, you know, the first four years was my learning phase and basically just getting bossing up. You know, I yeah. spent a lot of time trying to please a lot of people. And in the end, it was completely unsuccessful, started a bunch of drama and overwhelmed right. me with a lot of a lot of things that detoured and derailed the the focus of the project. So I think that going forward, the people that didn't get to be involved prior will get the best part of me, the best part of the project, and the best part of what the, the cam house was supposed to be about from the beginning. So, you know, um, don't fret. Your time will come, and you'll probably get more out of it, you know. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. It will be fun. It's always been fun. It just, you know, I think I learned a lot, definitely. Not even I think. I know for sure I learned a lot and realized, you know, you can't can't please other people that are impossible to please. You got to just do what works best for you and stay stern. That's my biggest problem is, like, staying – when I set my mind to something – when it comes to, like, of my own shit, I'm good with staying on point. But when it's with someone else, if someone's like, hey, you know, I want to do this, and even though I'm like, no, nah, I don't really want to do that, you know, somehow, some way, because I'm kind of a pleaser, I end up doing shit that, you know, I didn't want to do in the first place. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same. So what kind of hardcore stuff are you looking at? Shooting. Um, I would like to do some interracial again. I only have one professional interracial, none. I have zero interracial that's, you know, amateur, but I did a shoot with XL girls, um, two years ago. And I don't know, like I've, I've always had interracial relationships too. So I think it just kind of like spices it up and I like the look of it on, on, TV and and I don't know I'm ah I don't know I want to do some interracial though blacks would be awesome I doubt it but I can dream <laughs> why wouldn't you be able to like I don't see why you wouldn't I don't see why you wouldn't you gotta you gotta put it out there like you just gotta make it happen like you're gonna shoot me you're gonna shoot me you're gonna shoot me one day. <laughs> Yeah. Take it by the ball, don't it? I have to work on that, for sure. Absolutely. So, um, well, one of the things I know um, we're going to get into our topic is, you know, supporting our daughter. Like, I have a grown-ass child, and, well, not she's not a child anymore, but my daughter is 25, and she's going to be 26 soon. And, you know, when times get rough, She's mentioned, oh, I'll just be a webcam model or I'll do this. So we're going to talk about, like, how I personally feel and how you would feel if your daughter came to you and was like, hey, mom, I'm going to do porn. Or maybe they've already been doing it and haven't said anything and are afraid to tell you. So I want to talk about that. But first, we're going to go into a brief commercial break and um, let our sponsors have a word of their own. And we'll be right back. So hold the line. You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio.
You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. 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 You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. Looking for a single lady to chat with? Live ladies are waiting for you right now. Just log on to bbwcamhouse.com and find all the live entertainment you've been missing. The BBW Cam House has just what you're looking for. Log on to bbwcamhouse.com now. That's bbwcamhouse.com. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. See you soon. <laughs> Do we have you back? Do we have you back? I'm here. I'm here. My only my one minute of commercials. <laughs> that was awesome. I like the platinum pussy, pussy, pussy platinum. <laughs> I know. So the um, I love it. Who made that? His name is Vendetta, and all I did was um, I want people to know like how technology has just made things so easy, convenient, and um, low cost. So all I did was I have this, like, recording, this audio recording app on my phone, and I recorded the, you know, you're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. I sent him the the MP3, and he mixed it together and then sent it back to me, and that's what he sent me. His name is Vendetta, and I don't know if he's listening, but um, he makes some great um, drops. I also have some with Gulf Coast Bala, but I haven't had those mixed yet. So That's if awesome. you guys, you I love should it. do one. Do it now. Do do um, go to do one for your website. I am. I'm already on the web. No, I'm saying you should say it now. Do it now. You got to do your sexy voice a, a commercial. Go to do it now. Yes, you got to do it now. <laughs> Oh my God! You threw me on the spot. I'm. You see, I I can't do it. I can't. You can. <laughs> no. This is your chance. You're on oh black.com though. You're gonna be like, it up. go to, uh, or you know, like, oh, for lactate for my for my sexy photos and <laughs> lactating videos, go to harmonywhiteofficial.com. See? Oh fuck! I just, I can't. Like that's it. It just went out the door. <laughs> I got some serious anxiety. You just blew me up, girl. Oh, my gosh. No, that's what radio is all about. You got to be on the spot, quick, witty. No. Wow. Yes. So have you ever heard of the Cami Awards? I have. I've seen a lot of it um, on Twitter, actually. And I clicked on somebody's link, and I was like, oh, this is another award show. So what what is it? So um, it looks like, and I'm not completely sure if this is, you know, 100% true, but it looks like some cam girls got together and put together, or a cam girl put together the Cami Awards so that girls that are on webcam could compete for, it looks like monthly, like they have a different contest each month. And then every year they do like a full-on award show, but it's not – an awards with a red carpet or I don't know. I didn't watch the actual video, but it looks like everything is pretty much done from the privacy of your own home, which I think is pretty cool because nothing is 
more aggravating than having 30, you know, industry events to try to plan for each year and, you know, not knowing which ones are going to be beneficial financially or, you know, it's just a lot of hecticness. So being able to just submit a video and promote online, it's pretty fucking genius if if I don't say so myself. So um, I wanted to go over a few of the winners. It looks like Best International Model went to Forest Nymph. M- MFC. Wow, I've never wow. heard of these people, so it's pretty interesting. Um, I do. I follow. I follow her. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm following her now. Excuse me. Um, let's see. Congratulations to Shauna Lene Show for winning Porn Star Live Performer of the Year. I didn't know who that wow. was, but I now know who she is. And let's see, finalists. No, we don't want finalists. Um, somehow, the I guess they announced some more winners, so like the whole list disappeared. But um, I'm looking now. Trophy girl was Cubby Thompson. Never heard of her, but she's pretty hot. Oh, she's got this like goth, retro, pinup kind of look. Nice. Cubby, her name is... C-U-B-B-I-X-O-X-O. Yeah, I like that. I'm into like, oh, she's got cats. A fucking sleeve. Oh, I see oh, her. My she's God. gorgeous. Wow. Yes. Oh, my she God. She is. She, look at those things. Wow, those, she is. She's that, gorgeous. Yeah, I love That's that. Hot. Like, with those, you know what? And it looks so good because she has those, um, what are those things called? Pasties. Pasties. Yeah. The, the ex-pasties. That's hot. Oh, my gosh. Um, Emily Bloom was also one of their trophy girls. The Emily Bloom is her Twitter now following. Oh, she has a a verified check. Oh, I get so jealous when I see people with the verified check. Oh my gosh. I wish I'd have watched you, it. I, but yeah, that's something else I want to talk to you about later, I guess. The verified yeah, like and Shadow Band. <laughs> I think I might still be shadow shadow banned. It just, when I go to the check thing, it it says that I'm not. But when someone went to go follow me, my account's still not showing up if you search for me. It goes to a different account. So, I don't know. It showed up for me. Oh, did it? I searched you. Yeah, I searched you before um, I came on, actually, to send you a message really fast. Because I'm lazy like that. I know I could have just clicked on inbox, but yeah, you show up for me. The first one, I put PL and that's it. Yeah, so. um, Weird. So, anyway, for anybody who's listening, um, shadow banning on Twitter is when basically Twitter hides your content and hides your feed and hides your account because they want to make sure that it's not easily accessible for underage um, Twitter people, and they don't want to make it readily available for people that aren't on Twitter looking for porn-ish or adultish type content. So for us performers and companies that produce adult content, it makes it very difficult for us to be like majorly social media active when we have this shadow banning because nobody can see us. <laughs> It's pretty much um, we're only talking to the people that already know who we are, which kind of defeats the purpose of social media. So I was explaining in a blog a few days ago about how to get unshadow banned, which I hope it worked for me. It looked like it worked for me. So I 
wanted other people to know how to potentially get unshadow banned. So if you want to read the blog, it's on platinumpuzzy.me, which is my blog. And um, there's a li- like a list of how to those the link to go check to see if you're shadow banned, and then instructions on how I personally think that I was unshadow banned. I don't know for sure, and I don't know that it'll work for everyone, but it's how I was told to do it, and it seemed to work. And I also noticed my followers have been going up because for a while. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm looking like you're. You seem fine to me. Yeah, I, I was at fifty-two point one k for four fucking years. And now, just in the few days that I have been unshadow banned, I've it says I've gone to fifty two point six, and it continues to increase. So, definitely, um, definitely think it worked, and I'm glad. So, I love your blog, by the way. I've been reading it more and more, and it's very useful. Very, very useful. Thank you for providing that. Yeah, I try to keep it um, informational for those that, you know, don't have to experience the same shit that I've experienced. Or maybe you are and haven't found a solution or just to share, like, what it's like to be an independent entrepreneur in the adult business, especially as a BBW. Like, the trials, the tribulations, and I try to keep it positive. Like, I don't I don't like to be a big complainer. <laughs> I'm like that on social media, too. Like, I feel like. You know, I'm I'm responsible for what I put out into the world, so I want to be very cautious and mindful to put out positive things. So I'm glad you like it. I love it. it. It's awesome. What is your favorite post so far? I like I like a couple of them. Um, Let me see. You helped me a lot with that chat fund. The the best thing, like the best sites and, and services to join uh-huh. with the chat fund, that has been really su- successful for me. And I would have never even known about that because normally I just blow them off. I always suggest, and this is advice for anybody that's listening, if you have a brand or a name, always sign up for a site and get your name secured. And no, and I have like a a card that I don't use, like a debit card that I that has direct deposit information so that that's the information I use. And you know what's funny is that chat fund was referred to me by someone else and I was like, yeah, I'm not really, you know, I don't really care about it. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to add another chat service. I've got chat star, sex panther, verified call. Like I've got all these other services. Right. I didn't want to add something else to my long list of shit to keep up with. But I thought, you know what, let me just go secure my name so nobody else is platinum pussy on there. And right. I did, and I started getting text messages immediately. And I may pay out pretty fucking quickly. Like, I don't know if just being on that top featured row is what did it, but I instantly started making money. Did you experience the same thing when you signed up? I did. I, I like, that's same day I started actually getting a lot of texts and I was like wow this is this is awesome and I got some really awesome guys to conversate with not just people are like oh send me a picture of your titties I mean I love sending pictures of my tits like I love my tits you know and I'm like yeah look at my boobs 
you know, but I had some guys that just wanted to talk about like, oh, how was your day, Harmony? You know, just like really like they just wanted a conversation and, and you don't find that on, you know, the others, the other texting service sites. So no, I, mean, it's I think very this rare. is definitely one of a kind. It's very different. Well, I think so. the the difference between ChatFun and the other chat systems or chat sites is that they market to dating sites. So they are hitting a market that typically doesn't really do the whole, you know, sex thing. Eventually, of course, they're going to want it because they're, they're horny guys. I mean, that's why they're texting a woman. Of but course. Essentially, those are guys that are just lonely at home on a dating site and are like, I'm tired of talking to these bimbos on the online that are probably looking for money anyways and don't even have a way to pay them. Let me just go somewhere where I can type in my credit card information and get exactly what I want and talk to someone right away. And brilliant idea. They're definitely making some vast improvements. Um, They had a lot of issues in the beginning because I came on when it was like less than 50 girls but ultimately they worked the the details or they worked the issues out and I've made a lot of money from them so if you guys are listening and want to sign up for chat fun even if I don't know if it works for guys no I don't think they have any guys on there I think it's all girls but I haven't seen any yeah, go to chat fun, that's C-H-A-T-F-U-N-N dot B-B-W-X-X-X sites dot com, S-I-T-E-S, and um, go through my referral link and sign up for chat fun. And I'm telling you, you're going to make instant money. And if you don't, well, I don't know what you're doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Put up a I don't know what you're doing wrong. I don't know. Everyone that I know that's signed up, and I, I've seen girls that have just put up, like, regular cell phone pictures and make instant money. Have. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what instantly. I have. It's not even provocative at all. Like, it's just me, my face. Uh, Isn't that great when you're, when you're adored for just being you? And I make yeah. more money as a random housewife than I do and with no makeup. I don't even do, like, nothing fancy to my hair. It's in my little, you know, messy do-bock-hickey bun thing on top of my head. Like, I don't do nothing special. I get on cam, and I almost instantly start making money. It's so funny. But when I log on as Platinum Pussy, it seems like everyone gets intimidated, and no one talks, and they just don't tip. Men like the natural look. I'm starting to notice that more and more, like, the you are – you know, the way that you are coming on and being yourself and not, you know, being platinum pussy, like diva starish, you know what I'm saying? I've noticed that. I mean, of course, people do enjoy that, but you also are naturally beautiful. So I think they're more comfortable maybe with your natural messy bun, you know, be like, oh, maybe she'll talk <laughs> to me. Bun. Show me some love. I do think that a lot of it has to do with, like, I seem more approachable where yeah yeah it's definitely like more approachable so let's talk about our topic real quick let's get it out the way because then up and coming at the nine o'clock hour we will be having our interview with gulf coast bala but um so your daughter comes to you and she shares with you that she either wants to get into porn or she's been doing porn what do you say to her like how do you feel about this career choice that your daughter has made 
I'm a really open-minded um, person. I always have been. And um, when I actually started stripping when I was 18, I was this, like, skinny, 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 mini, 18-year-old. I was, like, 110 pounds soaking wet, you know, and started stripping. And my mom was, like, how, like, what are you doing to like always have, you know, nice clothes. I had my car, all this stuff, you know, she started to get a little nervous and I let her know. I was like, Oh, I started stripping and I didn't feel shameful about it. I didn't feel nervous telling her anything. And I was actually really shocked by her, her response. So I think with my mother's response kind of made me think about, okay, well, when I have children one day, how am I going to feel, you know, like put myself in my mom's shoes, but I think my mom kind of was really freaked out, but she was really like, okay, well, it's your body. You do what you want to do, you know, just be safe. So, you know, I think I would support my daughter a hundred percent, you know, if that's what you want to do, just because I, I, I've been in the industry for 10 years and I've done everything, you know, from escorting to stripping to hardcore porn to amateur porn. And um, I would just want to teach my daughter things that, you know, I wish someone would have taught me because, I mean, I got hurt a lot over the last 10 years with friendships or bad business deals or putting more time in areas where I really didn't need to put more time. And, and I just I just totally would support her. I would support her as long as she's not out there, you know, doing stupid stuff in a, in a cheap motel, you know, with, with people that are going to hurt her. I would totally you know, have her back. Yeah, I I have mixed feelings, which that's about every situation. Like, I'm one of those people that I just can't pick a side. Like, I see things from different angles. And, yes, right. I would want to support my daughter, and I would want to, you know, feed her information and guide her and make sure that she doesn't end up in situations that would be potentially harmful or dangerous or, you know, right. just unnecessary. But at the same time, like, experiencing a lot of the things that I've experienced, I would want my daughter to stay so far away from this business. And I would do everything in my power. I would work 18 jobs (laughs) if that's what it took. But, I mean, a part of me is like, yeah, I would definitely be supportive because, I mean, I'm going to support my daughter no matter what. At the end of the day, just know I'm going to support my daughter no matter what. My daughter didn't pick me. I picked her. And so I think it's wrong as parents to not support your child, even if you don't agree with their choices and decisions in life. Even if your child is a monster, you still are their parent. You should never abandon your child. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to enable them. It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, hold their hand and walk through, you know, walk with them through life. But, you know, I feel like as a parent, you know, I'm going to be there for my child because if I'm not, who else will be? Right. I totally agree. And when you leave that spot open for somebody else, for those shoes, for somebody else to fill, you never mm-hmm. know, like, you place them in harm, like, in danger's way. And, you know, that's how a lot of these girls get sucked into sex trafficking and end up with these, you know, crazy abusive pimps that, you know, don't value their this this woman or this, this girl's life or their safety or their happiness because they're just trying to make money off this person. And it's, you know, and not all of the girls experience, you know, this disconnection from their parents, but a lot of those girls come from broken homes and dysfunctional families that, you know, don't express love and don't show support and don't, 
are, are not a part of their lives. And I told my kids, like, I may not agree with what you're doing, and I'm going to express that for sure. But right. at the end of the day, like, I have your back no matter what. So, yeah, I would support my kid, but I would definitely – I would definitely be like there are a lot of other things that you can do in life that would generate an income and you can walk away without having to deal with. I mean, only because I've just seen so much turmoil in the porn industry. Like, it's just not like it used to be. And maybe it was always like that and we just didn't hear about it or see about it or see it then because it was all brushed under the rug and this secret, yeah. you know, society yeah. but I think I think there's definitely been a change in the way that the porn industry devalues their talent because there's so many girls out there the the accessibility to a new girl and a new face is so easy with social media now where before you know people used to have to do when you were a porn company you used to have auditions not literal auditions but you would go and have like a casting call that's how right. casting couches started. Now you just look on social media and you can find your next, you know, performer from Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or wherever. Yeah. So if a situation, you know, if I'm shitty to you, it doesn't really make or break me or make a difference because I can just, you know, walk away from your situation and into social media and find my next performer within a matter of minutes. So it definitely has changed in terms of accessibility and how the talent is treated and devalued. And for me, I just don't like how I don't like I don't like a lot of things. <laughs> oh, Let's just be I real. Don't like I don't that, like a lot yeah. of things. <laughs> I agree with you on that. And, and you know, I'm really quiet now that I used to be on tw- on. Twitter, social media, as, as far as it goes, like, with interaction with, with other females, um, I think it's just, I mean, girls are bitches, man. It's, it's, it's hard. It makes it hard. It makes it really hard. You it know, does. I it does. Know. But I have I a lot. Can... I have a lot. I hope it's another show that you have. <laughs> oh, love oh, to the be on drama. That oh, that's a whole oh, two-hour episode, sweetheart. I just think that it's just, you know, it's just hard. I think it it makes it harder now than like you were saying before, you know, when you, maybe when you started, I mean, were females always like that? Females were always like that, but the problem now is that because we're all socially publicized, now yeah. we're fighting for followers. Now we're fighting for online fans. Now it's easy to be gangster because you can sit behind a computer or behind your telephone, your your cell phone, and say these things that if you were face to face with this person, there's a very large per, like a chance that you would never say that. That interaction exactly. would not happen the same. And I'm gonna from example, before social media was like super huge, there were some Twitter beefs. I'm not going to mention names because that's not I'm not giving anybody any free airplay or sending anybody any followers, but there were two girls that were friends. They were they were BBWs, they were SS BBWs actually. They were BBWs and they were beefing hardcore. Like they would go back and forth on Twitter like nobody's business. It was just ridiculous. And I'm like, I I understand that you feel that way about each other, but I don't think social media is the place to to have this type of um, interaction. I think it's irresponsible. 
But nonetheless, this this back and forth shit was going on, and they ended up at the same event, the Urban X Awards. They stayed in the same hotel. Matter of fact, they stayed on the same floor, literally doors down from each other. And do you know, nothing happened. Not no words were changed, no fighting happened, and they were on social media talking about how they were going to whoop each other's ass, and it was just, it was madness. And at that point, I realized no. a, a very mm-hmm. a very important lesson was taught to me because I used to be like, oh, you know, I don't want to piss this person off and I don't want to offend this person because, you know, I go to all these events and the last thing I want to do is be face-to-face and have this confrontation with somebody because I'm not – I'm not saying I'm not confrontational, but when it comes to this industry and this business, it's a business. And so confrontation is not part of my game. It is not part of my business plan. So you want to deal with things, we'll deal with things legally. We'll deal with things in a professional manner. But, you know, that's how I, I personally deal with things. But I noticed at this point, like, people talk all this shit, and when it comes time to actually follow through with the things that you say, there is a 95% chance they're full of shit. So, but it's sad. It's sad that these girls are attacking each other, and it is the worst form of bullying I have ever witnessed in my life. It is very horrible. It's sad to see all the destruction and the, you know, the people that we have lost, like, this was just in, like, the last year. And it's bullying. I'm sure it's not just bullying. It's also, you know, whatever else that has to go into it. A lot of us suffer from depression and anxiety and, you know, um, low self-esteem. And, you know, we could be as beautiful as we want to post pictures on Twitter and Instagram. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're still sitting in our beds and, thinking about our day in our life and things that we deal with. I just, I just wish that it was just, I get sad. I get really sad. I'm a very emotional individual, but I've learned a lot in the last two years and I've been hurt so much. And I'm just like, how did it get to this? So now I'm really on my, like my, my game of like, you know what? I'm just going to make a fuckload of porn, have a fuckload of mass, you know, fuckload of dudes whacking their dicks off to my beautiful titties and, you know, make my money and move <laughs> on. And if I make beautiful friends, I make them. And if not, you know, fuck it, you know. So I'm not going to beat myself up about it. But it does make me sad when I hear down the grapevine, oh, so-and-so said this. I'm like, I don't even talk to these people. Like, how can you even have an opinion about me? <laughs> you know, like, who are you? <laughs> I don't know you. But that's dark. the thing about and social just, media. It's jealousy, you know. I well, think it's jealousy or envy or who knows. It's just it could it's, be just bullshit. What, at the end of the day, it's bullying. Like why? It is bullying. It it's just it's unnecessary. It's unprofessional mm. and it's unnecessary. I may not like you. I may not agree with you. I may not want to interact with you. Therefore, I don't. I don't acknowledge you if. Like I don't. Yeah. If, when anybody says someone's beefing with you, and I'm like, yeah, they're beefing with me, but I don't beef back, because yeah, that gives them that, time and yeah. energy, and that means that they're renting a space in my head. Like I'm not even thinking about yeah. you. You don't exist to me. Period. Yeah. It gets to a I point. I had a like, similar situation like that last year, and it sucks, you know, because I was like, everyone's like, oh, this drama, this drama. I was like, what drama are you talking about? Like I don't even know. Like this beef is not with me, you know. Like. I don't even know what the fuck this shit is, and it ruined it ruined my it ruined my CamCon you know event, and it sucks. And this year, I'm like, bitch, I can't wait to see your ass there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, well, it sucks. I can't wait to see you, girl. 
I know. I'm going to be there. I wanted to be there last year, but I was, you know, prepping for surgery. I had major surgery, and I just wasn't able. There was just no way for me to be in two places at one time and, and be preparing for the emotional. I was not really anticipating experiencing the type of emotion I would for just having right. surgery. But anyways, yeah, I was totally yeah. sad that I wasn't there. I was seeing the pictures, and my BFF was there, and she was, like, calling yeah. me throughout the whole weekend, and she was like, girl, did you know it, girl? And I was just like, oh, I'm so sad fun. I'm not there. But I'll be there it's this awesome. year with bells on, with my whistle. I'm going to have, Woo! I'm telling you, I'm going <laughs> to party in a box. Yeah, so CamCon, awesome. everybody is a annual to, this year is their fifth annual CamCon event. It takes place in Miami, Florida at the SLS Hotel. Go register now. It's camcon.com. That's C A M C O N.com. And it's May 29th to June 2nd. This year they're actually having con and That's cannabis con. con with CamCon. I have mixed feelings about that too, but you know, I'm excited that there's going to be other genres yeah. of conners. <laughs> as they're called, Connors, con people. Um, I'm a little... Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm though. concerned about the security. Um, have Like, the one thing I will say about being at CamCon is that they they value the girls' um, security and our oh, yeah, VIP status. So I'm I'm curious how that's going to work out. I think there's going to be, like, a, a designated system and area for the models, but, you know, interacting with yeah, it other is. people. It, it's... Yeah, last year was so smooth and awesome. Like there, there was like nothing, no issues, no questions of safety or anything. So I'm super excited because like they're really tight knit. Like you cannot get in unless you have your badge, and they do look at the badges. You know, it's not just okay. Their their SLS is pretty awesome. So, you know, I agree. It's a good hotel. I agree. I, yeah, they're a great hotel. I remember staying there and. Um, I really enjoyed myself. Like, it's definitely my favorite show of the year, so. And, of course, who could fucking, who could not have fun in Miami, Florida? I love the beach. Right. And because I'm up here in Baltimore, yeah. I'm so, like, not. And even if I go to the beach up here, it's not the same as Miami because you've got those crystal, you know, clear blue waters. I mean, let's just face it. Yeah. Florida is dope. Florida is dope. <laughs> this is why. Florida is pretty dope. Yeah, we're featuring I'm stop our. I'm complaining about the heat. <laughs> I know, I'm so jelly, but soon enough I will be down in uh, Florida enjoying myself. So, yeah. So you would support your daughter going into porn, of course. At the end of the day, I would, I would, you know what I would do. I'm gonna finish up on that topic real quick. I would find, because you know what, I think girls make more money when they don't take off their clothes. I would find ways to help her like do the IG thing, the Snapchat thing, you know, there's ways that she could really make money without having to show ass or pussy or, you know what I'm saying? Like twerk girl, you can twerk, you can dance, you can do these things. Those are talents that you can, these are things that you can do that aren't going to come back and bite you in the ass later on in life. Cause that's really what I think about is like what type of, you know, the, the insults and the way that society looks at us as sex workers is we're just in a, in a time where, it's still not okay to 
to be yourself, it's still not okay to be a sex worker and for society to value you. So I just don't want my daughter to experience those types of – she's already a multiracial child, so she already experiences <laughs> enough issues with, Aww, you know, living in right. Florida and being in the South. You know, Jacksonville, Florida is still behind on times when it comes to the whole, you know, racial movement. So – I just don't want her to experience any further judgmental, discriminatory, anything. Like, I just want her to live a a happy-go-lucky life. (laughs) Understandable. Understandable. Well, thank you so much for being my co-host tonight, unless you want to stick around. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. My house is getting loud. Well, thank you so much for joining me tonight. We are going to move right on into our interview with Gulf Coast Baller. Thank you so much, The Harmony White on Twitter. Thanks for having me. And HarmonyWhiteOfficial.com is her website. Thank you. Have a good night. And we're going to go straight into our Gulf Coast Baller interview. If you guys are listening, you're his fans. Make sure you tweet us, Instagram us, or find us on any social media or Feel free to text us a shout-out at 702-623-3959. That's 702-623-3959. And as soon as the interview is over, we will play your shout-out. So if you want to send Gulf Coast Baller a message, or maybe you want to send Harmony White a message, or perhaps you want to talk to me, your host, you can feel free to call in or text the line with your special shout-out. So with no further no further hesitation. Here is Gulf Coast Bala interview. Hey, what's up? It's Platinum Pussy Radio, and I am your lovely host, Platinum Pussy. And on the line, we have our performer spotlight for tonight's show, Gulf Coast Bala. Say what's up. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's going on, folks? I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Yes, yes. A long time in the making, many years of uh, putting things together, and it's finally happening. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Nice little introduction. Oh, you know, it's Gulf Coast Baller, the Panhandle Pro out of Pensacola, Florida. And I'm just here to, you know, have a little fun. I've been waiting a long time for this. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. So um, as we were discussing previously, but we're having to redo this all over again, (laughs) tell us how long you've been in the business and how you came about becoming a musical artist. Oh, I've been doing this since I was a kid, man, well over 20 years. Um. It was just in my blood, man. My mother is a big music fan and collector. My pops like the jazz. My uncles, cousins, everybody's just in the music. So I don't think I had a choice. I started writing poetry and music at a young age, at like eight, performing in elementary school, talent shows, all the way up. Like, that's what I've done my whole life. That's what anybody that know me knows me for. Like, I've been doing this since it wasn't cool. <laughs> Yeah, so you there's been a lot of changes over the years how music is um, created, how it's promoted, and how it's received to its listeners. Do you want to share a little bit about the transition and the changes that you witnessed as as an artist that's been in the industry for so long? Yeah, 
I've seen it go from physical units to the new, you know, viral era of streaming and downloading and everything. And it's real. It's it's funny to actually watch that evolution happen because when my first album dropped in like 2000, like I was literally pulling up in the parking lot of the club with the CDs in my trunk and selling them. And now you can just upload something and people can download it or stream it or whatever. But uh, it's cool. The evolution is cool. I still buy CDs. I think I'm the only person still buy CDs. And I really just, actually, ironically, just read it. Best Buy won't even sell CDs anymore. That's crazy. But it's it's a whole different world now. Well, I think that there's a lot of overhead in the production of tangible CDs and with people having uh, instant gratification needs and and the ability to download, I think that's definitely why we're seeing a change in how the music is being distributed to the listener. Um, Speaking of that, one of the things that I know that we incur quite frequently in the adult industry is piracy. How do you, as a musical artist, fight against piracy and how does that affect your overall bottom line and and your business as a whole? Well, I'm I'm one of the... um good old boys in music. I've always been against piracy. I've always purchased CDs. Like I said, I still buy CDs. But I told people 10 years ago, man, you know, when people had the, when Napster and what was it, Kazam, and that stuff was coming around, and people were basically bootlegging when all the music first hit the net. I was telling people it was going to affect them. They didn't see it then. All they knew was, well, he rich. He don't need my money. But I was like, eventually, I was telling them, if you don't go buy your favorite artist's album, they're not going to be able to keep their deals to be able to continue to give you music. And you just see it happen over time, and that's what these streams come to. That's all streaming is. You're basically paying the bootleg. <laughs> like, so, so you know, I did that with my – I don't really even have to, like – I don't fight piracy. Like, it, in this day and age, you have to stay ahead of the curve. I give away – a lot of my music and then, the you know, to build a fan base and then the things that I do have for sale or for purchase, then my fans and supporters will go purchase that. So it's like, you know, it's a give and take. So I ain't never really had problems with piracy per se because any uh, of my projects that I was selling, I pretty much was selling hand-to-hand. Um, so speaking of new projects, I'm very impressed with your song, Work. Um, Are you impressed? Which is featured, (laughs) which is in the Tyler Perry Bluetooth official music soundtrack. Tell us about how that collaboration and this project was inspired and came to fruition. Okay, yeah, yeah. Work. Well, featuring the Mighty Mighty Phil, my man, Shine and Smoke, them my brothers. Been working with them uh, over 10 years. I actually, I had the beat to the song. Shout out to Evil G. He from Pensacola as well. Uh, he made the beat. I had the beat. I came up with the hook. I came up with my verse, and I had the song. And then in my mind, I was just like, man, I should put the mob on it. And I called him and let him know I had a song. And we put the song together. And then uh, fast forward, and I get an email from the music director saying they wanted to use it in the movie. And then the rest is history. We shot the video, and it's been going down ever since. It's a blessing. So... Being that you've had this collaboration, are there any um, mainstream artists that our listeners would know by name that you've worked with? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, I've worked with Phil Mob. I've worked with Thrill the Player from the 69 Boys. I've worked with 
T-Pain, one of my else, one of my good friends I work with, Rick Ross, shout out to Rick Ross. Jeez, uh, I might be forgetting somebody. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I work with a lot of people throughout my career in any capacity, whether it's featured on a song or through some other type of business. Like, So it's, it's been a blessing. What are some comments that you have about music today and how it's changed in terms of the subject matter that's being um, presented in our current music and music from back 18, 20 years ago? I think the music today is cool. A lot of it may not be, you know, for me per se, but I think the music is good. It's good for hip-hop, man. I ain't going to be one of the bitter old people. You understand? I let these young boys, they do their thing just like we did 10, 15 years ago when the sound we had sounded different than what people were used to. So, you know, I think I think it's all good. And, you know, with the streaming and, and everything, the way it's set up for the artists to win, a lot of these boys are here getting money. And that's the, uh, they're eating and reaping off the things that the previous people sold from 10 or 15 years ago. Like, so I'm cool with it, man. I like the music. I think hip hop's in a good state and really more so because it's set up like for the artists, you don't need a label. You could just do your own thing. Just like I know you, like you know, just even in the adult industry, man, you, you can handle everything yourself. You don't need no, no, no big machine behind you. Of course, that will help you, but, but you don't need that to make no money. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's definitely for both the music and the adult industry, that comparison of how easy it is to become a known performer as an amateur and build yourself up into a well-recognized um, brand and business um, that that ability through digital media is certainly a major improvement. Um, although I will say that it does take away from a lot of the the work ethic that we as the originals, people that have paved the way for the new people. <laughs> you know, when we were back in the day, like you said, when you had your CDs, you had to go to the club, you had to go to the radio station, you had to go to all these different places, the mall, wherever. Wherever you yeah. could reach out to listeners, you had to, you know, go out there and personally put the CD in someone's hand and get the money, where nowadays, you know, you have almost immediate exposure by posting YouTube videos and going to SoundCloud and SoundClick and all these different websites where you can feature your music and just one upload or several uploads, and within hours, you know, people are already listening to your music where, you know, the footwork and the hard dedication that came into strategically planning your marketing efforts as a performer, you know, 20 years ago, like they don't understand all of the, all of the work that went into promoting your music. And the same thing with the adult industry, like, you know, there was a time when, you know, there was no social media. And if you felt, if you filmed the movie, then your next, you know, step of action was to go out and go to actual DVD signings and meeting with fans face-to-face where now you never have to leave your home. You can just tweet, and everybody knows about it. You can Instagram, and everybody knows about it, and it's just a different different time, which it has its ups and its downs. I'm, I'm happy for myself to see those transitions, but, you know, I remember the hard days where you had to put in work, 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 just like the song. <laughs> yeah, but see, and but see, this is a good thing about that though. Yeah, this new era, it does um, 
take away some of the work ethic or have people, you know, feel like they don't have to work as hard. But the good thing about, you know, coming from the grassroots that we come from is that old model still works. So even though it's kind of a microwave society, things are moving faster, you can still take your time and be effective in whatever project you're doing. Those hand-to-hand physically, because that's, that's like that never changes. You see the people, the same things from 10 to 15 years. That model still works. It's just, you know, slow. A slow grind is a show grind. But the people that don't have that work ethic like that, using social media stuff, that is going gonna, gonna to be, it's not going to be um, rich. It's not going to be full. That's going to collapse. But if you do have the work ethic and you combine that with the social media and everything, then, yeah, you can be successful. But you still got to put in that work. Yeah, I mean, it'll create you a false sense of reality. You'll think you're somebody, but then it, it won't it won't translate into revenue. Cause that's what it's all about, right? We got to we gotta cash checks, right? <laughs> you got to pay bills. You got to eat. Absolutely. Yeah. What yeah. is some advice that you have for artists that are coming into the industry now in terms of creating your brand and creating, you know, who you are as an artist? Because we, we live in a day where you're judged from the minute you post. You know, they're looking at how you look. They're looking at everything about you. What is some advice that you have for new performers that are coming out into our into the industry? That's good. I've done a lot of radio interviews lately and, and, and different interviews, and everybody, no matter what the interview is like, this question has been asked every interview I've done, and I'm glad because my answer is always the same. It's all about branding. In this day and age, it's all about multiple revenue streams. This is the best advice I can get anybody. You know, 10, 15 years ago, you could rap or you could sing real good, and that's what you do. You just rap, 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 or you sing, sing, sing. It's not like that anymore. Whatever you do that's good, I don't care whether it's uh, porn, music, singing, ath- athletics, whatever you do, that's your foot in the door, and you have to use that platform to create other revenue streams. You need to brand yourself. You need to sell something with your name on it. You need to do It's not the t- day and age of just doing one thing. You can do one thing and be good at it, but you're gonna you're gonna drown. You're gonna drown because it, it, it's in the sea because you have to be doing multiple things in, in this day and age to to strive, man. That's my advice. You have to brand yourself and create multiple revenue streams from whatever it is you do. Absolutely, great advice. Great advice. So, what are you working on now? What's in the future for Gulf Coast Baller, and what can our listeners and your fans expect from you. Okay, well, you know, of course, you can always download, stream, go watch the video to work, Gulf Coast Ball of Feature, film, obvious, everywhere on the Internet. Um, you know, I'm the road manager for the 69 boys, so we've been tussie rolling across the nation for years. You can you follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Gulf Coast Baller, B-A-L-L-A. I always post my uh, tour dates for everything that I'm doing, and you can catch us on the road, man. Reach out to me, man. Say, hey, I heard it on Platinum Pussy Radio, man, and I'll, you know, give you some tickets or something like that. Get you in there. You can party with the 69 boys. And I just uh, popped off the work tour. Uh, it's going to be that I'm going to take around. And it's going to be hosted by me with uh, Mike Jones, with Phil Mob, of course, and Pastor Troy. So I'm taking dates for that. Now I just released that lineup uh, in the past week. So those are my current projects and, of course, all the things that I sell on my website, thekindle.com. You know, I do a million things. 
Okay, Mike Jones and Pastor Troy, some names we haven't heard in a while. Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Who? Hey. Yeah, man. I, um, I'm the Baltimore, you know, I want tickets. I got to go. I was, I'm, I'm trying to think. We might be up there uh, sometime soon. But, yeah, what I did, I worked with a lot of artists. I put that tour together, and I decided to um, do it with people who have uh, just showed me love. Again, Phil Mob, over 10 years. And actually, and Pastor Troy... I've been messing with Troy for like 15 years. I, I always say he's one of the people. He's been one, one of the most influential people in my life, in my career, rather. Shout out to um, Pastor Troy and Big Mike, man. They allowed me and my crew to go on tour with them back in the day and showed us much love, man. I was in the A every other weekend and on the road with him, and they didn't, you know, kept it 100 with me this whole time. And Mike Jones, we did um, the Kings and Queens tour, Kings and Queens of Hip Hop tour. Uh, that the 69 boys is on, and Mike Jones is on about four or five dates with us. And, you know, we was able to chop it up and get and uh, get reacquainted because I had started a relationship with him shoot, right before right before he blew up when I was on the radio here. This was like uh, 04, 05. He used to come through the radio station, him, Paul Wall, the whole Swisher house. So that's when I met him in like 2004, 2005. So we just reconnected, man, and, I'm I'm a loyal person in anything I do, so when I put the tour together, I just wanted to get some money with the people who have been showing me love throughout my career. I wanted to be able to show them some love back. That's for sure. You definitely are loyal because I've been knowing you for years, and you've always remained a loyal fan and loyal friend. So I'm happy to I'm I'm happy to have that in a world where loyalty. I don't think people really know what loyalty is anymore. So. No, nah, they that. don't, man. Oh, I appreciate you, man, because that, I mean, in anything, it's all about networking. And see, again, that's why I say the old model always works, man. I'm a grassroots type person. I reach out, hey, how can I help you? We can help each other. And, you know, everybody's not with that for whatever, for whatever reason at that time. But the people that are like yourself, like, we can rock, man. I want to do some more projects with you. I'm trying to figure out how we can get rich together. I want to get rich with everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I thank you for coming on my show. Make sure you give your final plug. This is your final opportunity for your plug. And um, I'm going to go ahead and play your song next. And um, go ahead, go. All right, so check it out, man. Gulf Coast Baller, G U L L C O A S T B A L L A, at Gulf Coast Baller. That's my Twitter, that's my Instagram, my YouTube channel is Gulf Coast Baller, my website. It's the Kendall Lee, T-H-E-K-E-N-D-A-L-L-E.com. You can go in there and keep up with everything that is me. Y'all follow me, man. Holler at me. Again, check my Instagram out if you see me and I'm coming to a city near you. Hit my DM, man. Let, them, let me know that you heard me on Platinum Pussy Radio and I'm going to look out for you. And right now, you know, we're going to get into work featuring the Mighty Mighty Field Mob, man. I'm Tyler Perry's Boo 2. Go check the video out. It's on YouTube.
short dance will take a girl far. So don't shake it for me like your own world star. A Dodge truck won't get you in a Range Rover. So baby, bend over. Baby, bend over. Yeah. From the pole to the dance floor. I hope these dollar bills make you do your dance more. I've been working out, hoping I can work it in. Loading up my luck, you gon' get this work again. Two, two drinks, two pills. It's a double deck and I'm harder than the tree, so I'm a Woody Woodpeck, yeah. I beat a beater, that's all, folks. Trying to see if I'm hung, you're going to get choked all rope. And I don't care if you got booty shots, long as that booty popping. Once you get that booty going, don't you let that booty stop. Work, you better. Work, you better. Work, why you think you got high? Work it and make it wobble, work it and back it up. Work it like a model, work it and back it up. I see you climbing up that pole like it's Jacob's ladder. Then slide down into a spit. You're my favorite dancer, Mazzani. Get all my money, she do everything. Long black hair down her, like she's Cherokee. Loving the way she twists her hips, Shakira, Shakira. Practice make perfect, bet you taught yourself that in the mirror. I can't believe it's not butter, the way she spread it. It's so pretty, pink like breast cancer awareness. Let me see your chest, sweet it. Let me rub on you. Like breastfeeding, I'm a sucker for that. It's Pocahontas up in Onyx on the main stage. When I chop up with my tomahawk, I'm Atlanta Bray. Some of them might not be cute, but a butt bubbly. All that ass on the reason why she ain't ugly. Use a 10, you my speed, that's why you hire. The lazy partners like a 10 speed, too tired. Work, you better. Work, you better. Work, why you think you got high? Hey, what's up with me, pretty, but accidentally did it. You only get a dollar at a time, like the two fans. I make it rain, I don't group it, get flirting. I got people picking up paper like I'm running for service. Cause I'm richer than him, and I'm really than you. I'm so mad that we're killing my nigga, really, we live in the zoo. I've been feeling I'm rich. Every fit of me too. Black Meyer in a strip club. Giggity, giggity, giggity. I know why you mad. Your bank account say insufficient funds. My bank call up with the gold song. Get high, y'all. Like, hello. I stick it to the strip like lint on Melco. I'm supposed to be stripping, but you talking about what your baby daddy did. All on your phone, show me pictures of your kid. Listen. guest on work with Gulf Coast Bala. This one was Field Mob 
as a feature with Sierra. So what? And then we'll be back for the rest of Putnam Pussy Radio's Saturday night show. Make sure you keep us locked right here, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 10 p.m. on PlatinumPussyRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen. We're back. 
Platinum Pussy Radio live on DemonSeedRadioNetwork.com and various other places that you might hear my broadcast. Um, we have just finished up an interview, a very interesting and lively video with Gulf Coast Bala, talking about his single work from the Boo 2 Tyler Perry movie soundtrack. And we just played Field Mob with Sierra. So what, a throwback. That was one of my jams. And I, there was another song, Sick of Being Lonely, is another one that I like. So if you're a Field Mob fan, then, uh, and you're definitely into like that South Down South flavor, Gulf Coast Ballad is the one. He's got lots of songs with people like Rick Ross, and he's touring with Mike Jones. So hope you guys enjoyed the interview. We do have someone who sent us a shout-out on the text line. You, too, can send a shout-out to someone. That'll be played. We will say it live on the air. Or if you send us a recording while we're not live, because obviously when you're live, it goes on the air, and you can say it on the air. But 702-623-3959. This comes from Vendetta on Twitter. Timmy Vendetta, T-I-M-M-Y Vendetta, says, loving the show, just wanted to say that. I wouldn't have a problem with my daughter being in porn. I think that porn is an ever-growing art from form that is a great way to express yourself and make money. Thank you so much for that input, Vendetta. And we're going to play his intro just because I think he is very kind and awesome for putting this drop for me or intro i don't even know what to even call it but this was made by vendetta and if you want to hire him for your musical services he's great with video editing and musical uh collaborations you can hit him up on twitter again his twitter is timmy vendetta so here we go this is the intro made by his yours i would say yours truly but it's his truly here we go You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. 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 You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. your sexy ass, you know what I'm saying, you be making my dick hard as fuck when I'm on your website, watching all your videos and shit, I'm your motherfucking biggest fan, baby, you know what I'm saying, you be having a nigga over here nutting all over the floor and shit, nutting on tiles and shit, I don't give a fuck, baby, I'm just telling you how it is, that pussy so wet, she got my dick feeling fine, she make me wanna nut when I fuck her from behind, this pussy so good, Make me so horny, the mother girls bore me. On the 
website from the night to the morning. You need to smack that ass hardcore, toughen up. She like to suck it up right after she fuck it up. He and that pussy, my lotion gotta stand by. He fucked her in her ass, her pussy like the KY. Platinum pussy, can you drop that ass on that dick? Platinum pussy, can you get that damn dick a lick? Platinum pussy, you're my favorite porn star. Platinum pussy, tell him fuck that pussy real hard. That pussy so wet, she got my dick feeling fine. She make me wanna nut when I fuck her from behind. This pussy so good, this pussy so sweet. Let me lick that pussy seven days off the week. She got that platinum pussy. She got that platinum pussy, she got that platinum pussy, that platinum pussy, she got that platinum pussy, that platinum pussy, she's the only porn star who make my dick real hard. She playing with that pussy, baby girl, don't tease me. She catching all my nuts, cause she knows how to please me. I'm about to refuck, cause she made me nuts fast. I'm about to refuck and put my dick up in that ass. Ride this dick. Ride it like a plane, platinum deep throat, that's her middle name She sucking on my balls while I'm fucking on this bitch She sucking on my balls while she licking on my dick She love the 69, I lick that pussy in her ass She cleaned the nut off my dick, I didn't have to ask She a real freak, that pussy so platinum Bend your ass over cause you know you got a fat one Big titties, big Platinum pussy got these niggas nothing fast. If it's platinum pussy, it's going down. Platinum pussy, turn your sexy ass around. Your pussy so wet, she got my dick feeling fine. She make me wanna nut when I fuck her from behind. This pussy so good, this pussy so sweet. Let me lick that pussy seven days off the week. She got that platinum pussy, that platinum pussy. She got that platinum pussy. That platinum pussy, she got that platinum pussy. That platinum pussy, she's the only porn star who make my dick real hard. And we're back. <laughs> I need my co-host back. Harmony, if you're listening, come back. Call back in. I miss you. <laughs> I hate talking to myself. I feel like no one really wants to care or no one cares to hear what I have to say, but I'm just kidding. Everybody wants to hear what Platinum Pussy has to say. That's why you're tuning into Platinum Pussy Radio right now, and we are live Saturdays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Standard Eastern Standard Time, and you can always catch our archives on Platinum PlatinumPussyRadio.com. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are picking some prize winners tonight. You have multiple ways that you can enter to win. You can go to PlatinumPussyRadio.com, and at the left bottom corner is an email subscription form. Just put in your email address, click um, enter, and verify your email address, and you are entered to win through our email subscription service. You can also follow us on Twitter, PlatinumPRadio. Also follow us on Instagram, Platinum Pussy Radio, and same thing with Facebook, Platinum Pussy Radio, like our page. We will be surfing our latest followers and subscribers to select a lucky winner who will get a special swag bag prize pack, which comes with lots of goodies and um, definitely 
wonderful. And don't forget to also show love to our sponsors, uh, BBWClipsForSale.com, Pog Princess, that's P-A-W-G Princess.com, CamGirlMafia.com, ChatBrats.com, that's C-H-A-T-B-R-A-T-Z.com, and Sam38G.com, who just finished up her member show um, which was from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as a member of her website, you get access to over 700 videos, lots of beautiful photos, and her weekly members live show, which is Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which ironically is the same time as my radio show. But, you know, we're we're not in, in sync at that at, on that yet. I need to change my show time, I know. I should be in her show. They're fucking awesome. She has these huge, amazing, mesmerizing tits that just make you wish you could suck on them, huh? Anyways, um, what else we got for tonight? We talked about the Cami Awards. We talked about your daughter going into porn. Would you support it? Um, Seems like most everyone would be supportive of their daughter being in the adult industry and becoming a sex worker. Um. I did want to talk about, I saw an interesting um, question on Quora. Quora is like this website. It's kind of like Reddit or um, Yahoo Answers. And you go in, you put in your question, and people can randomly answer them. And one of the questions was, if my partner, obviously was a male, was referring to his female partner having more than one partner, does that devalue her or make her less appealing. And I was actually kind of taken back by that question because absolutely not. Here's the thing that becomes an issue of this topic. You want your girl to be sexually pleasing, she's going to have to do some exploration and experimentation with other partners. She's not going to learn everything from you. So, of course, it's going to take multiple partners to figure out what you're good at and to learn things and to get that, you know, expertise down packed. <laughs> so, yeah, you you know, I don't think how many partners someone has been with is really an issue for me, and I would hope that it wouldn't be an issue for anyone. I don't even know. Like, I don't count. To me, I didn't feel the need to count. I didn't see why it was even necessary. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't ring important to me. Um, so to whomever asked that question, um, absolutely not. Your partner is who they are. They're not who they've slept with. So get that out of your mind and stop. Society has a way of making you believe that for every partner that you have, it decreases your value, and that is highly, highly untrue. Has I mean, do you put yourself at risk of things by having unprotected sex? Absolutely. Please wrap it up use a condom, and that advice comes from our lovely sponsor, TalentTesting.com. And if you're in the adult industry, highly recommend you register with TalentTesting.com and go get tested frequently. The industry standard is 14 days, not 30. I know there's a lot of people out there that are probably open mouth right now and shocked, but industry standard is 14 days. A lot can happen in 30 days and a lot of mishaps can take place in 30 days that won't be detected until after you shoot with somebody. So please go get talent tested at least every 14 days. I know it's expensive, but it's totally worth it in the end because you could save yourself and other people from nasty infections, bacteria, 
um, and sexually transmitted diseases. So please go get tested, talenttestingservices.com. But back to the topic, no, you're not devalued in any way by the number of partners that you have slept with because we all have a learning curve and experience and experiments sexually, and we are naturally sexually sexual people. And society makes, you know, they want us to feel guilty and shame us for being sexual people when it's just natural. Our body was designed to masturbate. It was designed to interact and, you know, penetrate or be penetrated and touch ourselves and stop making people feel shameful about the things that are natural about them. Like if you're a big person and you're a BBW or if you're, you know, just a large person, that's just who you are. Accept it and stop shaming people for not fitting into your idea of what perfection and beauty and sexuality is. So anyways, that was an interesting question that came up on Quora. I love Quora. I like some of the questions that are on there, like because you become intellectually advanced or because you educate yourself on so many topics and the wide variety of um, information, it's interesting to go on there and see like basic questions that you are like, oh, duh, but you have to remember other people have different experiences in life and they don't receive the same type of education and, and information that you do. So they're not stupid questions. And the fact that they they have a anonymous avenue of asking those questions and receiving a variety of answers so that they can come to their own conclusion based on multiple views and, you know, different people giving different answers, I think is a great, it's great. Technology, the evolution of our technology, social media, although it has its downfalls, there are definitely a lot of great things that come out of social media. So kudos for that. Um, Another question that I found to be controversial It says, I decided not to punish a student whom I caught masturbating in my class because I thought that that would be too embarrassing for him. Was it the right thing to do? Um, So the teacher catches the kid masturbating in class and chooses not to punish him because she didn't want to embarrass him. Now, I feel like she was wrong to not punish him for masturbating in public because it sends the wrong message. And albeit I don't think he should be punished for masturbating, I feel like he should be for masturbating in public for two reasons. One, you don't want to expose that to your other to the other classmates. And two, it's illegal to, to masturbate in public. And so if you don't teach him that it is not okay to masturbate in public, then he's going to think it's okay anywhere he may go. He can just pull out his dick or he can just stick his hand in his pants and start masturbating. And because that is considered lewd and lascivious behavior, if he exposes himself, he could be arrested and have to file himself as a sexual, uh, um, register himself as a sexual offender. So he needs to learn a lesson here. However, I do feel like the teacher should get the parents involved and this conversation should take place with the parents. And the teacher should also talk to the parents before they talk to the kid to find out what their stance is on masturbation. Some families are not okay with masturbation 
and you want to be able to respect the parent's views on how they're raising their child because that is their choice and decision and right. But at the same time, you want to make sure that the situation is addressed with the child and that the act of masturbation, however the parents may deal with that part, it's the act of doing it in public that needs to be punished. So that's how I um, my response was wrong to punish him for masturbating in public in a public place during a time he's supposed to be focusing on studies, yes. You are addressing his exposure to other classmates, classmates, which is not only against the law, but invites others to participate as well and will also offend them and be wrong. But this should be done with the parents present, and you shouldn't punish the act of masturbating because it's natural. We are taught to be shamed by our sexuality, and masturbation is a healthy human thing to do just not in your class or in public. So that was my response. I hope, (laughs) I don't care what they think. To be honest, I expressed myself on a topic that I feel very serious about. I was shamed as a child for masturbating, and I actually should thank those that uh, made fun of me because it only made me masturbate more. And look where I am now. Welcome to the adult industry. So um, it's February, and I meant to mention this last week, but due to technical difficulties, my show wonk, wonk, wonk. But in lieu of, in honor of, not in lieu of, but in honor of Black History Month, I wanted to give out some um, random Black History facts, which I will be doing throughout the remainder of the month because I think it's highly important. I love Black History Month, and I'm all about culture, variety and diversity and just to everyone but number one michael angelo stopped celebrating her birthday for many years following the assassination of her friend dr martin luther king jr on the same day she annually sent flowers to mr king to commemorate that day interesting rest in peace maya angelo very inspirational african-american poet i'm a huge fan and um saddened by her loss Uh, Let's see, what else do we have here? Barack Obama is a lot of firsts, but he's also a Grammy Award winner. His audiobooks, Dreams from My Father and The Audacity of Hope, won Best Spoken Word Album in 2008. I did not know that. I did not know that. Um, After retiring from baseball, Jackie Robinson helped establish the African-American-owned and controlled Freedom Bank. Hmm. Did not know that either. Let's see what else we have here. The king of pop, Michael Jackson, snagged several Guinness World Records, including highest annual earnings for a pop star, best-selling album of all time for his classic thriller, and most Grammy Awards won in one year. He took home eight. Incidentally, Beyonce holds that record for the ladies. She took home six in 2010. Oh, shit. Michael Jackson and Beyonce are the top African-American Grammy winners. That is awesome. Before he was a blockbuster actor, Will Smith was the Fresh Prince and, along with partner Jazzy Jeff, won the first-ever Grammy for Best Rap Performance. They boycotted the awards because this category was barred from television. That that sucks. Best Rap definitely deserves some uh, television recognition. In 2008, Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt became the first man to ever set three world records in a single Olympic Games. Hmm. Condoleezza Rice 
Both Condoleezza Rice and Martin Luther King Jr. started college when they were just 15 years old. She studied political science at the University of Denver. He majored in sociology at Morehouse College in Atlanta. Things that make you go, hmm. Big shout out to Sam38G. She's retweeting me right now. (laughs) My Twitter, when my tweets go off, I have to go check them and send some love. So we're going to go ahead and play another song and begin the final wrap-up of PlatinumPussyRadio.com tonight. So here we go with one of my great songs of right now, Janae Go. Thank 
And we're back, finally, and we will finalize tonight's show. You know, there's some interesting um, controversy surrounded by the last song, which was um, S-Z-A. I don't know how you say her name, Za, The Weeknd, because it's a soundtrack. It's a, it's a track dedicated to being the side chick and how she's basically saying um, she's going to take care of him on the weekend. You keep him during the week, she get him on the weekend. So a lot of people are upset and appalled by the fact that she wrote a song that glorifies being a side chick. And girlfriend, whatever works for you is all right by me. I think too many people meddle into other people's business and are too worried about things that really don't even affect them. It's none of your business. What someone else is doing, whether they're involved in a gay marriage or their gay parents raising a child or if it's an interracial relationship, that has nothing to do with you leave it alone. You know what I mean? If it's a sexual predator that moves into your neighborhood, by all means, that affects you because if you have children or there are other children in the neighborhood, this is, you know, and, and it's a, a serious offense, someone who's molested children, raped, whatever, killed them, whatever whatever offense they're they're known for, that's something to be concerned about. That's something that it affects you and your community. But a gay marriage or, you know, these other things that are really people's private moments that take place in their private home really don't affect you. They don't have anything to do with you. Mind your fucking business. So if she wants to be a highly glorified side chick, let her be. That's what I'm saying. If she wants to be the main chick, let her be. And um, that's all I'm going to say about that because I, I really feel like, you know, People look too much into things. She's just, hey, if it takes three people to make somebody happy, I get it. Because I know I'm a difficult person to please. And, you know, not that I have three boyfriends, but if I could manage to have three relationships at the same time, I would definitely be a polyamorous and open relationship kind of person. But I don't have the attention span to keep one person happy. <laughs> it's difficult to keep one person happy while still maintaining and focusing on myself. So to try to keep multiple people happy, yikes. Um, so in the news, um, Kylie Jenner, a YouTube video called To Our Daughter, and in it her best friend talks about how she found out about her pregnancy, and I'm still watching it, but the beginning of the video, very heartfelt, um, shows – Chris Jenner giving birth to Kylie, and then it goes into the best friend um, expressing how she found out and how it made her feel, and you know, just the whole how Kylie met the met um, the baby daddy and all that kind of stuff. So it's a very cute video so far. Like I said, I got to finish it. So I'm assuming this is the official announcement that Kylie Jenner gave birth, and she named her child Stormy which I found to be a cute name. That's really cute. But I'm wondering if it has anything to do with Stormy Daniels. Hmm. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's cute. And um, so I heard through the grapevine, and I am yet to follow through and re, you know research my resources, but according to my news source, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian um, had a surrogate, and they named their third child Chicago. Does somebody want to confirm or deny? You can send your shout-outs, confirm or deny my information, or tell me your your opposition to something that I've said or one of my opinions at 
888-646-3959. I open up the dialogue. We'll discuss it on next week's show because we are definitely winding down this show. Thank you so much, Harmony White, for being my co-host. Thank you, Gulf Coast Bala, for an amazing interview. And um, thank you for everyone who listened. Also, thank you, Vendetta, for my awesome intro, which I will be using on my future shows. And I will definitely be getting with you for more drops, commercials, and sound bites for PlatinumPussyRadio.com. You guys, make sure you keep it locked on here Saturdays, which I may be changing the day and the time because I don't want to miss Sam's show, Sam38G.com. She has her member show at 8 p.m. on Saturdays, so I might be changing my day and time to accommodate a better schedule for people to tune in because I know you guys are getting ready to go out. You're you know, living your social lives, and Saturday nights may not be the best night. So we'll see. We'll see. DemonSeedRadioNetwork.com. Um, you can also find my shows there, and I will be returning to a live schedule in the near future, um, working out some technical difficulties. Um, I have a MacBook. And let me just say that MacBook is always trying to get me to update apps, and when you do, they don't freaking work right anymore. So, But I am now the new iPhone user and owner. I have the iPhone 6S Plus, which I absolutely freaking love. So I don't know. Am I full iPhone, team iPhone, or will I still remain PC droid? To be continued, you'll find out on a future episode of Platinum Pussy Radio. And if you want to win our swag bag prize package, again, you can text us 702-623-3959 with your social media um, information. That will enter you to win. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel. All of that information will be located at PlatinumPussyRadio.com. And click email subscription on our page and that will also be an entry into a future contest so all these ways to win it's so easy just do it and we will announce our winner since we didn't have any or any uh submissions for this week's show we will check back next week and i will announce a lucky winner in our show so do you want to win some Cool prizes from our sponsors. We have condoms coming from TalentTestingServices.com. We've got some DVDs coming from another one of our sponsors, which remains a secret until we officially announce it on next week's show. So you want to find out more, make sure you tune in. We are signing off, PlatinumPussyRadio.com. You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. 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 You're listening to Platinum Pussy Radio. Platinum Pussy Radio, and I am your lovely host, Platinum Pussy, and on the line, we have our performer spotlight for tonight's show, Gulf Coast Bala. Say what's up. Hey! Hey, G. Make them back it up. Gulf Coast Bala, make them back it up. 
Short dance will take a girl far. So go on, shake it for me like your own world star. A dodge truck won't get you in a Range Rover, so baby, bend over. Baby, bend over. Yeah. From the pole to the dance floor. Okay. I hope these dollar bills make you do your dance move. Okay. I've been working out, hoping I can work it in. Loading up my luck, you gon' get this work again. Woo. Two, two drinks, two pills. Two hats, two stacks, two feet. When you jump up on my bus, be mindful, it's a double deck, and I'm harder than a tree, so I'm a Woody Woodpeck, yeah. <laughs> I be the beater, that's all, folks. Trying to see if I'm hung, you gon' get choked, all rope. And I don't care if you...